0: The deep freeze behind us for now, gone for good? Well, we'll see. Uh, the long-range forecast for the next week 's uh, does look pretty good, but this is still Canada, still winter. Uh, on Friday, the Ontario Human Rights Commission expressed some concern about what it called a significant lack of cold weather services for Toronto and across the province, called on all levels of government to act. So in Toronto, they're considering keeping warming centres open 24-7 for the rest of the winter. I'm, uh, I'm wondering if we should consider doing the same here in London. To talk about that and more, we are joined by Mayor Josh Morgan for his weekly interview. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, this winter has been relatively mild, but when it's cold out, it has been very cold. Should we be considering 24-7 uh, warming centres uh, during the winter for the homeless?
1: Well, I mean, the short answer is we should be considering uh, any options that we have to uh, to assist the homeless um especially when it's uh cold weather alerts. Um we've uh done a community uh oriented uh, winter response this time. Uh, last year it was driven by the city, this year it's driven by the plan that community partners put together. Uh and so far it seems to be it seems to be working well. Um uh, but we're always looking for ways to improve. And I think any any sort of decisions or reports that come out, uh, obviously, are things that we look at and we make adjustments as we go. Um, in this case, we have many, many community partners that we can work with to make improvements or changes to our winter response plan. But ultimately, ultimately, our goal is to move beyond temporary measures uh, like the winter response into uh, a more stable and permanent housing Opportunities for those who are homeless in our city, and, and that's really the work of the Health and Homelessness Summit that uh, we should see some some information from over the next
0: couple of weeks. You mentioned the summit. Uh, you know, obviously, the homelessness has been a you know top of mind issue for many in the city right now. We're not the only ones with that uh, top of mind. Other cities looking at uh, declaring a public health crisis for homelessness. Is it at that level in your eyes, or is that maybe addressed in in the summit a little bit?
1: Well, I think it, ultimately it is a public health crisis. So, you know, declaring it or making a, a statement, um, I think we've already essentially done that with the in, incredible work we've done by pulling together uh, what is now over 70 agencies and, and uh, well over 200 individuals to come up with a system transforming plan. Um, I have made this the center of my State of the City speech, I think the first time and for as long as I can remember that it wasn't uh, an economic and jobs focus in the speech. Uh, and Council has, uh, as we work through the strategic plan, has actually put um, housing and homelessness uh, at the forefront in that strategic plan, um, and considering making it uh, a, a specific pillar with specific uh, measurables and outcomes. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, we, we have acted as if this is the public health emergency that it is. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I, that's where we are, I think, as a city uh, today.
0: You mentioned uh, housing. The Strategic Priorities and Policy Committee will be meeting uh, tomorrow. That's uh, full uh, council. Uh, One of the items on the agenda is a uh, report about uh, 47,000 units uh, for housing and how we we get to that. Um, Do you know what's going to be involved in that report and that discussion tomorrow?
1: Yeah, well, I, I'll, I'll read the final version of the report uh, this morning when it comes out, like everybody else. But I obviously have been ch- chatting with our staff about this, given uh, its importance to me and and council. Uh, I made commitments during the campaign to enable um, upwards of fifty thousand units. Uh, the province is anticipating that our share of their one point five million shortfall across the province is about forty seven thousand. So we're you know we're right in the same ballpark. So I I brought a motion to council to say. Uh, uh, to our staff, bring back a plan on how we might get to the 47,000 so that we can determine whether or not we make uh, that pledge to the province uh, by the deadline, which is March. So that report will come out today, and my expectation it will have a number of things in it. Um, uh, one of the things it will do is, is investigate the strategies and approaches that we'll need to take to get the 47,000. So when you heard me talk at the State of the City speech about should we be looking into um, residential conversions, for unused office space downtown. Um, That should be mentioned in the report. Uh, The other thing I expect to talk about in the report is, um, if you you think about it, municipalities don't actually build the housing, we enable the housing, so we provide the permitting and the permissions. Uh, So I I wanna get a sense of how many lots do we have that already have full municipal approval that simply haven't been built on yet, because those are an important part of the solution as well, because ultimately we need to see what the barriers are to bringing those lots to fruition across the city, and my expectation from chatting with staff is it is not an insignificant number of lots. So that should be mentioned and contained within the report, and uh, we'll move forward with strategies to tackle that side of the issue as well. So it'll be, a, I think, an important document for council to consider and decide how we move forward with, uh, because it certainly will will take head on the, uh, the housing affordability challenges that we have in the
0: city. We will uh, follow that with interest. Something else that's on the agenda tomorrow is replacing... Uh, Susan Toth, who uh, resigned recently as the chair of the Police uh, Services Board, uh, she, uh, like you, is on, or was on the board, the mayor is always on the board, uh, but she has called for a uh, person of color to replace her. Have you thought about who might uh, be that replacement or how we should go about replacing that seat?
1: Uh, no, I haven't thought about who should be the replacement. Um, essentially what we have tomorrow on the agenda is uh, her letter of resignation, which will trigger the process of recruitment for councils. So that'll be the, the our opportunity to, to provide the notice to tell the clerks to say, go out and do some recruitment for this. Uh, now that recruitment strategy is, is really a critical component here, because uh, if you want to have uh, diverse candidates to consider um, in the applicant pool, Uh, you need to to reach out to diverse communities across the city to ensure that they know that there are opportunities available to sit on the London Police Services Board. Uh, At the end of the day, we have a responsibility to judge each and every one of the applications that comes in um, based on those applications and fairly. And, uh, you know, hopefully we get uh, lots of candidates with lots of backgrounds across the city through that process. And so Council will be able to ask some questions tomorrow about that process. Uh, The one thing I'll, I'll mention as well, though, is irrespective of who we choose, and I'll wear my police services board hat for a moment. When you have a board of seven, you're never going to be reflective of every voice in the community. And so, you know, the board, it's incumbent upon the board to find strategies to uh, to have those voices represented, either through, you know, advisory committees or reaching out to different um, uh, groups for uh, thoughts and advice as we consider changes or issues uh, to ensure that you know, the decisions made um, have those voices
0: reflected Uh, At the table as we consider them. We will follow with interest. Uh, Mayor Morgan, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure. That's uh, London Mayor uh, Josh Morgan.